Many of you here were here Shabbos. Uh, learned the Medrash Shabbos by the Kiddush. The Medrash is extremely, extremely important. It's to me a pivotal point. Basic, basic point that you have to understand. First of all, in connection with the Medrash, I would like to ask a, a simple question to bring out to bring to your attention. In the Siddha, the strongest, the Arisa, Mitzvah, the Arisa that we have in the Siddha is what? Who knows what it is? What is it? Shema, Krishna. The rest probably, Tefillah is according to certain Shittas, the Rabban and the Raman Paltis, the Arisa. But the strongest and the clearest, the Arisa, Mitzvah which is incumbent upon us from the Torah in the Siddha is Krishna. We, learn, we read the Krishna twice a day, we read the Chakras and Arvis. In the Gemara, Krishna is defined, the nature of the Mitzvah of Krishna, the purpose of Krishna. The goal of Krishna is defined, it's called in the Gemara, Kabbalah's oil Malchashamayim. The acceptance of the yoke of the kingdom of Shemaim of heaven, of the Rabbanshalom's kingdom. Literally, literally that's the translation of the words, Kabbalah's oil Malchashamayim, Kabbalah's to accept to receive, to accept the oil. The Gemara calls it a yoke. A yoke is something that's not too pleasant to look forward to. You know what a yoke is? That's what an animal wears on it. They put it on an animal's back to keep the animal under control. It's called a yoke, Y-O-K-E. The Gemara defines, the Gemara defines the mitzvah of Krishna. The character of Krishna, what is it all about? You see the Jews screaming, Shema Yisrael, if you ever daven in a serious minion. If you ever daven between serious people that take tefillah seriously, you see by Krishna, I saw people mamish, tremoring, shivering with intensity when they read the Krishna. In our, in our, in our country, you know, you come into certain places, Shema Yisrael That's not the way you're supposed to learn Krishna. Whoever saw Jews in serious and profound minyanim, in Jews with Torah intelligence, with Torah emotions, with Torah feelings, so how they read Krishna, the difference in the personalities, but the intensity. What is the character of Krishna and the Gemara? The Gemara calls it Kabbalah Sol Shaman, the acceptance upon yourself of the yoke of the Abdurbanishalan's kingdom in this world. Now you have to understand from 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 Chazal, from, from the Gemara. The first step, the inception, the introduction, the first baby step, the first step 
to a relationship between man and the Rabbeinu Shalolim, you ask yourself a question. If you want to understand the anatomy of the relationship, if you want to analyze and take apart with a clarity to understand the anatomy of the relationship between man and his creator, between man and the Rabbeinu Shalolim, so the Gemara says, the first step is Kibluk Zeroisai. The first step is the acceptance of the yoke. What does it mean, a yoke? What does it mean? Is it poetry? Is it a metaphor? What does it mean? What does it mean when you say, you, you, do we wear a yoke around our neck? Kabbalah's El Malchushamayim means the acceptance, the recognition with an honesty, with a courage, that we are responsible to the Rabbani Shalom's kavonis in this world, to the Rabbani Shalom's plans for this world. We accept his plans for this world. His plans for this world are in effect orders to us. This is what we have to do in this world. The acceptance that there is of responsibility, the assumption of responsibility, I'm responsible. You go in the street and you ask a person, are you responsible? Not responsible. I told you, a number of years ago, I don't remember exactly, in Montreal, the police went on strike. Montreal doesn't have the problems of New York City. There's no urban decay. There are no negative elements in, in Montreal. Very little. The police went on strike for a few days. There was chaos in the city. There was looting. There was destruction. What does that tell us? That this, that the people of Montreal did not loot and did not steal before the strike doesn't mean that they accepted the responsibility, the moral and ethical responsibility of not taking something that doesn't belong to them. No, they did not. They did not accept that. There were police standing and there was the threat of punishment. That's why they didn't steal. That's not called the acceptance of the responsibility of not to steal. If you were to go in the street and to question people honestly and to make an investigation and say, what are your moral responsibilities? How responsible are you in your heart of hearts? You will find that people have very little responsibility. There are forces in society that make them responsible. They're ashamed to do something in front of their friends or they'll be outcasts or they'll be caught or they'll be punished. means that I, in the inner recesses of my heart, when I'm alone, me and the Rabbanishalayim, I accept your kavunas. I'm a kabul, your rotsen. This is the definition of kabulasayim. And this is the goal of reading Kishma in the morning and in the, in the evening. This is the Mitzvah the Arise of Krishna, and this is the high point of the Siddha, this is the high point of Avoid. Unfortunately, you have no examples 
I wish I could be an example for you, other people, of how Jews do taste to read Krishna. I once, I must tell you, I'll tell you parenthetically, I once came to Lakewood to a meeting with Rabban Kotler, Zechat Tzadik Levrocha, and the meeting was in the evening after Meirev, and it was 9.30, and I was very tired, and I was maybe 25 years younger yet. I was very tired. And I came in, and Rabban Kotler was a very diligent, busy man. He didn't rest for a second. And we came in, and we gave him Shalom Aleichem, and says, we have to go down Meirev. So I went into this marriage, I took a sitter, and I flopped down in a chair, and I opened the sitter. Of course, I'm going to dive in my room. I'm not going to skip my room. But I was in the best marriage, and I wanted to watch Rabban Kotla how he davened. Came to Kishma. The word fire was coming out of his mouth. I looked at myself, and I said to myself, I felt like a speck of dust. Here's a man who's so much older than I am. Here's a man that went through many, so many tragedies and so much trouble. And he went through the whole Holocaust and it fell on him. The whole Holocaust fell on his head and his heart. He was leaning Krishna Mamish, and it's not that he was forcing himself. He was. He saw that the flame. How does the Gemara say, Kitesha Tehei Ashel Hevis Oila Miyelah? The flame was going up by itself. It's not that somebody was standing and pushing. Okay. So, I guess we all agree that, that Krishna is a significant and a central and a key point of the Dhamma. Now, oh, my kasha, my, my, my comment, I think, gains tremendous significance. If this is the key to the relationship... If this is the key to the relationship, then believe me, it is. This is the door. This is the step. What's the first word of the dialogue between man and the Rabbanishlam in a relationship? It's a dialogue. It's a relationship. How did I say in America? It takes two to tango. What's the first word in the relationship? Ishma. Shema Yisrael. I risk being redundant because I speak about it and we meet and we spoke Shabbos and the Medrash. Come to the Medrash soon. You know, you say you speak, I speak to Bachrin, speak to people. So sometimes I get a reaction. Somebody says, you know, I was impatient and short tempered. says, I hear, I hear, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. As if to say, don't talk so much. Don't hop on the point. I hear what you're saying. And I know that he doesn't hear. Sure you hear. Sure what I'm saying is audible. Sure you hear. You don't hear. It stops in your ear. It doesn't pierce the inner corridor of your ear. You don't hear. It's amazing. It's amazing. You have to realize. You have to want to understand. The first word in a relationship in a relationship that the success or failure of men in this world depends upon that, I mean, you stand or you fall. If you have a good relationship with the Rabbani Shalom, you're successful. If you don't make that relationship and, and it's not dynamic and organic and vibrant and moving and living and creative, 
is so how's it say uh, you were born in vain you were born and you grew up and you suffered and you went through the world in vain there is such a thing we say it in the davening at the end of the davening we say we shouldn't be born in vain people are born in vain with fantastic talents big geniuses that the some pope lived their life was in vain the people are born in vain big talents i don't have to give you examples poets musicians authors a few years ago in 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 in, in, in the bowery where the drunkards hang out in new york city i don't know if you ever saw them sprawled on the sidewalks they're drunk they found the drunk dead he was a professor of university he wrote the most definitive critical volume on byron's poetry obviously the man was the man was the man was a man of towns Marik. the beginning the beginning the is the word Shema to hear. To me, I, this, I, today, I, when I'm speaking to you today, you're doing me a favor by listening because sometimes I have something to say to you. I want to communicate to you. Today for myself, I'm talking to you. I feel it's so significant in, in a personal way. My own personal experience with the word Shema, a person doesn't want to hear. A person doesn't know how to hear. Everybody thinks he knows how to hear. And everybody thinks he's listening and he's not listening. And the Rabbani Shalom says to him, Shema Yisrael is a relationship. You accept the responsibility of, a, of, 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 of linking this, this world, this Olam this Olam with the Rebunshon, you want to make some contact, some link with Nitzchiyas, the beginning is Shema, the ability to hear. A person doesn't want to hear. doesn't mean he doesn't want to hear because he's recalcitrant, because he's bad, because he's a rebel. Sometimes he doesn't want to hear because he's afraid. Sometimes he doesn't want to hear because he lacks courage. Sometimes he doesn't want to hear because he's weak. He's weak. There's a whole zoo. There's a whole zoo with all kind of vicious animals, wild animals that are in the way of hearing. I went to Yeshiva. I saw boys. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm portraying to you an exact picture. I saw people who learned who are hiding the fact that they don't know. So they were acting as if they knew and they want to keep up with all the big shots and talking on the higher levels of learning and for years they were going through an act. Sit down and learn. Learn on your level. Learn what you need. Why don't you hear what you need? Why don't you hear what you need? No, he couldn't. He's afraid he wouldn't. His ego couldn't take it. A person doesn't want to hear about his weakness. A person can live, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, a person can live and hurt other people. Not only hurt himself, hurt other people deeply and not be aware. I have recently, I had to do with somebody 
This person was persecuting another person. Baruch Hashem, not from the yeshiva. He was persecuting another person, persecuting them. He comes to me and says to me, he says to me, unless that person apologizes to me, I'll have nothing to do with him. He's the one that feels that he's wrong. He's trotting on people. And a brilliant person, I'm, 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 I'm sitting there, I'm amazed, doesn't hear be a shomeya, to listen with an intensivity to listen to listen to what is right, what's proper what's yosha what is my responsibility not, not lazy's responsibility what do I have to do this is a talent you have to be brave to listen to it I'm speaking now, I'm telling you a key shmir to listen. And I tell you, it takes courage. You know, I consider ourselves like a family here. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you something. Maybe I shouldn't even say it, but I had a drink by, by Joey's Kiddush today. Maybe, I, maybe that opens up my mouth, maybe. I'll tell you that the turning point in my life in learning was when I sat by myself in the room and I said to myself, you are not smart. You're not brilliant. You're not a genius. It hurt me as if somebody was sticking me with a dagger. I said, you have to start from Allah. That was the day I was liberated. I tell you. And I heard it. I, said, I know where and when. I had friends that were semi-geniuses. You know what I mean? And I was always, you know, looking, you know, up to them. They were on pedestals, and I was trying to do what the geniuses do. I'm not stupid. But their way was not my way, and I had to have the courage, the honesty, to face my task, my responsibility. What do I have to do? I was lit. That was my Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, that day. I tell you. You are young people. What are you here for? You come, we come here. We're all sitting here from the, from, really from the four corners of the world. From the east, from the west, from the north, from the south, from middle America. From middle class homes, from upper class homes, from lower class homes. What are we doing here? What are we doing? There's such a divergent group here. I mean... All the colors of the rainbow are here. What are we here for? We're here for, for our beautiful campus. For our, for, our, for, for our marvelous cuisine. What is Friedman from Hicksville? What does he need it for? We're here for something. So I, we have to understand. This word, Shema, if you can learn to listen to yourself, with a courage, with an honesty, with a humility, without fear, without fear, there's nothing to fear. The, the, the koyach of Gidl, the koyach that the Rebbein put in a person for him to grow, is so fantastic. The koyaches that are available to people, I'm telling you, the koyaches, the strength that the Rebbein is constantly pouring into the cosmos and say, I'll give you.
There's a posse in Tanakh that says, Harachef Picho, Anoichi Hashem Alikecho, Asher Hoytzei Sicho, Miyaret Mitzrayim, Harachef Picho Vamaleu. It's what's the touch? We say it in Davening every day. Anoichi Hashem Alikecho, I'm the Rebbe Shalom, Asher Hoytzei Sicho, Miyaret Mitzrayim. I took you out of the land of Mitzrayim with miracles upon miracles upon miracles. And the Chazal say, we were lost there, we were buried, our identity, our identity as Jews were blurred. We had no Jewish consciousness. Barely, barely, barely. The Gemara says, the Mechilta says, that it was like Uba Mi'ima. Like you take a little calf out from its mother. A calf is part of its mother. That's the way we were like Egyptians. But inside buried there was a spark. The Rebbeinshem recognized that that spark that Avram Avinu and Yitzchak and Yankiv started was still glowing. It still had vitality to it. So it says in the Pesach, I shall write say Sichon Yaretz Mitzrayim. I'm the one that took you out of Mitzrayim. I'm the one that wrote those miracles. I'm the one that resuscitated you. I'm the one that brought you to life. How did I do it? I gave you koyach. Now I say to you, wherever you are, whichever Mitzrayim you are, whichever diaspora and goes you are, whichever exile you are, you're in your own exile that you may. Harchev picha, open your mouth. Harchev doesn't mean open. Harchev means Widen it, stretch it a little more than you usually do. The Amalehu and I will fill it. I'll give you strength. There's a Muna after the Muna. If you hear, you want to hear, you're in Yeshiva, you're learning. You have to want to hear. You know, words and terminology blur our minds. You know, yeah. we have to rid ourselves of all the terminology, of all the pre preconceived notions. And you have to, the beginning of the relationship between man and the Rebbe is, to, what do I need? I have to hear. A person has to be able to take a few minutes a day and sit by himself quietly and make a cheshmer and nefesh. Well, there's a boy here. I told him a few, uh, at the beginning of the week, I told him, I want you to know two lines, Mishnah is Palpeh. Uh, he looked at me, he was terrified, terrified. He was hysterical. He said, I can't do it, I can't do it. No, He said, please, I'm not going to beat you up. I'm not going to hit you. Try and know two lines, Palpeh. He came the next day, he said it. Didn't say it perfect. Said 80% of it. I was happy. Came the next day, he said already 100%, said another line. At the beginning of the week, he wouldn't think in his consciousness, in his worldview, in his estimation of himself, in his evaluation, I can do it. Today already he heard a little bit, he could do three lines. I'm telling you, the one that could do three lines could do nine lines. The one who could do nine lines could do 20 lines. You could do a thousand lines. You could do a page, five pages, ten pages, a hundred pages. I'm a It's all in the hearing. person afraid of you. know why he's afraid of here? When I was a young boy, there used to be in a radio program, one of these insane American programs, you know, the media used to be a program they used to have... Uh, used to tell jokes, and the funniest joke won the contest. So the, 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 the prelude to the program, the music was, they used to sing a song, it pays to be ignorant, to be stupid. 
cuss they sang on the radio. And I'm telling you, you would be amazed and astonished at how, what percentage of the population flees and runs blindly to stupidity and ignorance. They don't want to be smart. Don't leave me alone. I don't want to hear. Because to hear is painful. To hear is painful. The person hears that he could know two lines Gemara a day, Balpeh. Takes a half hour, an hour. Takes three days till you perfect it. If he hears that, the yoke gets heavy. Oh, I know two lines, I could know four. People don't want to be uncomfortable with this. In the instant, instant pleasure society, instant gratification society, instant coffee, instant juice, instant pleasure. I have no, I have no time to wait. I have no time to develop. I have no time to grow. It's all totally, it's all totally schmear. I told you, I heard from a Jew. And Meshulach came here. He's a big Tom Tocham. He's responsible for the Erevin in Yerushalayim. He told me, Rav Kreuzer, he told me his father used to sit next to Rav Tzvi Hersh Pesach Frank, the Ozbez in Yerushalayim, not about 20 years ago, 15 years ago. So he told me how he used to learn. He was a genius, a Goyim. He used to say the Gemara, teich each word. He used to teich each word into Jewish. Again and again and again. His father told him, if you didn't know the Gemara, and you sat next to him, just sat there like this and looked in your Gemara, the Gemara went right into your ears. He, his people would move away from him. They couldn't sit near him so much because he, he was so repetitive. Again he said it, again he said it, again he said it. Things became clear. He, he heard. He heard something. He heard the, the, the necessity. He heard the significance of the Gemara. He heard the depths of the Gemara that you just don't know what's a piece of Gemara. Have to hear. This is Krishma. This is this 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 is the first, this is the introduction to the relationship. But I want to sh- at, uh, what we spoke Shabbos. The Chachamim said, you know, when Avram Avinu, his very first step into world history. The Chachamim defined, they said the Posek, Shimi Basuri, Vati Oznech. The Chachamim, when they wanted to find the key to Avram Avinu, they said that the genius of Avram Avinu was to listen. Vati Oznech, he bent his head to listen to the situation. What's going on? A world of idolatry? A world that's missing the point? He heard. He heard, and the marriage goes into detail, from listening and listening and listening, he asked a very good question. He said, Me, Balabira, can it be that the idolatry, that this is the cause of the world, he penetrated the culture of his times, the insanity of his times, the shallowness of his times, the cruelty of his times. He penetrated to the church, he was mocking the Rabbanshal, and the Rabbanshal appeared to him and he said, You're young people, I'm telling you. It's hard, it's very, very, very hard to be a Ben 
Oh my. The other way, it's not hard. You get siyata dishma. You get siyata dishma. There are a bunch of them. I'm alayim. Every person in yeshiva, you have to want to listen. It depends on the person's honesty. You have to. to you want to listen to what? What's next? What do I have to do? To come to the minion. If you make the minion a discipline, a school rule that you must attend the minion, then it doesn't mean a thing. But if you understand the nobility and the loftiness of getting up in the morning and don't look at me, I have my own personal excuses. You don't have those problems. Not to waste time, not to take off a seder. To learn the bismarish, the big Talmud Chachomim in the bismarish, you can ask questions. You can solve your problem, you can talk to people. There are people to talk to over here that are willing to listen to you. You can grow. You have to have the gods, you have to, not, you have to want to be mature, not be a baby, not let the immaturity get in the way of listening. I'm telling you, you, you can become Talmud Chachomim, big. People don't want to hear. Makes people nervous. It upsets them. It disturbs their worldview. I'm telling you that the word Shema, the word Shema to hear is, if not the most the most significant word in, in the whole Torah. Person has to want to hear himself, what he needs, and not fool himself and have courage. It's a, I don't know, I mean, <laughs> growth is painful. I believe there's an expression, growing pains. There's such a thing. Growth in, in, in ruchness is yet more painful. I see in people things that people make, probably myself also, most probably. Gross mistakes because they don't, because they don't listen, they don't hear. To, 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 to be mekabel all nachashemayim, to align yourself in a relationship with the Rebbeinu the first thing is shema, you have to listen. You have to listen to your situation, you have to listen to what are you doing, with an honesty. Are you running? Are you deceiving yourself? Or are you facing the problem? 